0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Beyond the Ice for a very special episode. I'm Jesse and today Beyond the Ice will be doing a collab with Twigs and the Rocks. Please welcome from Twigs and the Rocks, Leo Blottner.
1: Thank you for having me on. I'm very honored to do a collab with you.
0: Anytime, Leo. For today's episode, we will be getting a brief analysis of the first two days of the qualifying round of the San Francisco playoffs. So to start off, let's go over the games from Saturday. But before that, we have two quick things. When my dog Hendrix um died last night and well wasn't asleep but he had a cardiac arrest, so rest in peace, buddy love ya. And now, stay tuned for the following messages and we'll be right back.
1: We don't have ads, sorry, but um Jesse's episode does so yay.
0: Alright, and we're back. So to start off, um for Saturday's games, um there were way too many penalties in all the games, so that's one thing right there. P- teams need to play smarter and take less dumb penalties, like you know, in all honesty. So, for the first game, it was the New York Islanders versus the Florida Panthers. The Islanders end up winning 2 to 1. Goals by Jean Gabriel Gib- Pajot and Anthony Bavillier for the Islanders. And for the Florida Panthers, it was John- Jonathan Huberto. So, um, I think the Panthers need to wake up a little bit. Um, they need to play more hockey and less body because they, like, I think Boychuk got a concussion, seemed like it, because he got elbowed in the head by, I believe it was Mike Matheson. I could be wrong, but that's what that was. Um, I think the Islanders need to shoot more. They need to play more simple hockey. Floney needs to play smarter because they took a lot of penalties, but of course the Islanders couldn't capitalize on those power plays for the most part, so yeah. Um, it was a high-intensity game, and there's a lot of physicality. Islanders need to get more shots on that no matter the quality they just need to get more pucks than that because anything anything can happen when you know you shoot because puck the puck and hop bounce anything and I think the power play needs to improve for both teams in order for them to you know have a chance at this because the owners were lucky when that game they had a ton of power plays and well, Amov honestly helped them a lot he bailed them out for some times like, there was one save I think beginning That that may have been another game, but he, Valama has been very well, very good for him. So that's my thoughts for that game. Next up we've Montreal versus Pittsburgh. Montreal ended up winning three to an overtime. Um, So first of all, Matt Murray needs to play a lot better. He was all right. He gave up a couple of um, eh, goals. (laughs) He needs to play a lot more of his better games. Like he needs, he didn't play very well. That's my – that's basically it. Um, Montreal needs to come out with a lot more intensity and they need to stop playing back so much because they left Carey Price out too hot in the first period. Like, he was staying on his head for them. The shots in the first period were, like, 13 to, like, 6 for Pittsburgh.
1: No, it was 18-6. 6 Even worse. Even right. worse.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Montreal needs to come out a lot more intensity and need to, you know, play a lot better in the first period. Pittsburgh needs to play a lot more structure. They had a ton of shots in that, but th- thankfully for Montreal, Carey Price was a beast. So, and yeah, they need to help him out. So, and also for Montreal, the youngsters on that team need to step up. An example of that was yes, Barry um had the first goal. It was a lucky goal. It was like a bounce off one of the other players on Pittsburgh. But, and also Nick Suzuki scored. So Ryan Suzuki, when did Suzuki scored? So they need to step up a little bit more. And for the Winnipeg-Calgary game, so. Like going
1: back to Montreal-Pittsburgh, um, I mean, late in the third, I'm pretty sure it was Sheary that missed a penalty shot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the game was tied. If he makes the penalty shot, they're most likely going to win. He misses wide. And then in overtime, Jonathan Drew and lost the puck while stick handling in a penalty shot. So, like, missed chances by both teams there. Price really stood on his head. He stole the game for Montreal. It was pretty much Pittsburgh versus Montreal. Pittsburgh went one for seven on the power play. Yeah. Insane that they, one, got that many power plays, and two, only got one goal because of Carey Price. I mean, he just played outstanding. So Definitely.
0: Price yeah. was honest his head the entire game for Montreal. So, yeah. And then for the Winnipeg versus Calgary game, Calgary ended up winning 4-1, but there were some dirty hits in that game. Um, one of them ended up having – Mark Sheffield out and he may not he may not return as well as Patrick Liney, who collided with Mark Giordano. But anyway, Calgary needs to play a lot cleaner or else they're gonna have some repercussions in terms of penalties, suspensions. Matthew Kachuk, as we all know, is a little bit of a early player at times, but he's a good player, but he just needs to, you know, mature more and understand that he can't just go around hitting people and all that. Um, Winnipeg needs to wake up. They were just sluggish and sloppy when the pegots looked slow and unloaded as you know they lost four to one they didn't play that well um you yeah know.
1: um like going back to the kachuk hit if marshan made that hit he would be suspended <laughs> for so long oh my
0: yeah 100
1: percent. because he's a young rookie i mean or not rookie but he's a young player and um I mean, personally, I think it was dirty. There's a debate yeah,
0: about it. It
1: Takes could have ended life. Scheifele's career. So it's a really scary play that happened, and it happened early in the game. Yeah, Winnipeg yeah. is really going to miss Scheifele and line A going, like, in the future. So, personally, I thought it was dirty. And if it was anyone else besides Kachuk, for example, Marshan, <laughs> they would to, like, have way more repercussions than, you know, just a slap on the wrist and having him apologize.
0: Yeah, 100%. And also, um, yeah, as we said before, Calgary needs to cut out the players and plays. Lightning Sheffield are out, and I think Calgary played with a lot more structure. So that's it for those games, and yeah.
1: Yeah, for the Rangers-Hurricanes um, game, uh, it was a great first game. First game back um, for hockey in four and a half months. There was no discipline at all.
0: No. Fourteen penalties,
1: seven each. Um. But it was such an exciting game in the first five minutes. I'm pretty sure there was a goal, a fight, a yeah. couple penalties. It was so exciting, exactly what you want to see from not watching hockey in almost five months. Carolina outplayed the Rangers a lot in the first and third period, but in the second period, the Rangers, you know, kind of caught up. Panarin and Zibanejad didn't play too well, even though Zibanejad scored. Yeah, they they really need those players to step up if they're going to go far in this play, like in these playoffs. And overall, very high intensity game from both teams. Uh, the Rangers scored a shorthanded goal with about a minute and a half left, two minutes. Yeah. To bring the game within one. They took a penalty with three minutes left. And, <laughs> one of the many. <laughs> yeah, one of the many penalties, as we could see. But I mean, the Rangers went 0 for 7 on the power play. The Hurricanes went 1 for 7 on the power play, even though the Rangers scored a shorthanded goal. Just the overall, Carolina outplayed them. It's just that, like, both teams need to capitalize on the power play. I understand everyone's power play, not just those two teams, was pretty bad because – They're all
0: uh, over little because we haven't put – it's, you know, it's first in like, like long time, so it's understandable. Yeah. And okay. one more thing, so I'll cut you off. Um, the fight was actually between Ryan Strom and Justin Williams. It was a high-intensity fight, and I believe Ryan Strom actually ended up getting – Bloodied on his face, so it is pretty, pretty sick.
1: (laughs) I mean, you love to see Justin Williams fight. He doesn't fight very often. Have him stick up for his teammates, but. Yeah. yeah, All right, next up. Great game. Chicago versus Edmonton. Before the game started, Matt Dumba, uh, he's now the face of racial injustices, uh, the racial injustice movement, and he had a speech before their game. I thought it was very powerful. I thought it was very cool. They all stood in a circle. He was holding hands with Malcolm Subban and Darnell Nurse. I thought that was very nice.
0: It was very, very the very long 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 long. game
1: started out fast by Edmonton. McDavid scored on the power play, but Chicago <laughs> scored pretty sure four in a row and yeah. pretty much outplayed them the rest of the game. Chicago with the big upset, 6-4, to four, at coming in as the 12 seed. They beat the 5 seed. Maybe Edmonton wasn't expecting Chicago to come out this well. But yeah. I can see like their veteran <laughs> leadership, Um and a lot of people on that team have three Stanley Cups, so I can see them going far. A five-point night by Kubalik, nice rookie, mm-hmm. nice rookie. Uh, sorry, nice Solid playoff for them by the rookie. Yeah, I mean he's in the Calder race. I don't think he's gonna win, but well, let's it's see. Cause anything can happen. That's true, but it is the regular season,
0: yeah. so
1: I think so far, if it's the playoffs, it's Kubalik, but. I can't see him winning, but you're right, anything can happen. Great power plays for both teams, but overall, Edmonton was pretty sloppy. They kind of yeah. sucked for the whole game, and they missed a lot of opportunities and overall got outplayed.
0: Yeah, and I mean, everyone, you know, I know that a lot of people thought Edmonton, you know, Edmonton, everyone thinks Edmonton's going to win everything because they McDavid and Dreisaitl, but as we all know, two players can carry a whole team. they got to have defense, they got to have more offense. Like, their offensive depth is – are the McDavid and Dreisaitl and maybe, you know, Nugent Hopkins? They're lacking a little bit. angle tending Like, they, I think Mike Smith got pulled in the middle of the game. First period, maybe. Yeah. So, they got to improve their play or else, you know, they're just gonna get... They're gonna, they could get swept, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe. They started putting um, Dreisaitl with McDavid when things weren't going well. And it, it worked, but it was too little too late. I think they got to start that earlier. And... Play with more intensity.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, so before we go to Sunday's games, we're gonna take a quick break, another one, and then we'll be right back. So stay tuned.
1: Hi, it's me again. We still don't have ads. Yay.
0: Hello, everyone, and we're back. So we're gonna start with Sunday's games right here. Go ahead, Leo.
1: All right, so for Boston, Philadelphia. I'm a big Bruins fan, so it was a big disappointment watching <laughs> the Bruins get. <laughs> Dominated throughout the whole game. It was a strong start by both teams, but as the game went on, Philadelphia outplayed Boston heavily. It wasn't as intense as the qualifying games, which makes sense because no matter who wins or who loses, both of these teams are going to make it to round one. Carter Hart was a brick wall this whole game. (laughs) The only goal he let up wasn't really his fault. It was like, Wagner had the puck behind the net and he threw it off the defense in front, and it Connor just like banked in. Lock not at off. Far. Black was solid without Raskin goal because he was sick. Not of COVID, just sick. Yeah. Black was solid, but he the fourth goal was so weak. He left his whole glove side wide open. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was hard to watch. The Bruins couldn't get an offense going, although they pulled the goalie with about three and a half minutes left and they played really well six on five. They had a terrible power play going over three, and they just couldn't get zone entries. The Bruins needed to turn it around before round one starts, so hopefully they have two more games to do that. They played without Kasha, they played without Richie, both their deadline acquisitions. Overall, good discipline by both teams. Wasn't as physical as you would expect a Boston Philadelphia game to be, but yeah. Philadelphia pretty much dominated the whole game. It wasn't that close, and yeah. So,
0: anyway. It's a good game, though, I mean. Boston's just got to play a little better if they want to, you know, get to the next round. What about Boston in general?
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, if they're going to have a cup run like they had last year, they're going to need terrific goaltending. And what they got from Halak yesterday played solid, but not good enough to go far, especially without their starter Rask.
0: Yeah, and I mean, for Halak, you know, one thing is, like, I always noticed in him Like for the Islanders, you know, I mean, he's on the Burns, but for the Islanders, he was always, he has good games and he has really bad games. Like, it was, he was a little bit inconsistent at times, and, you know, it's going to happen sometimes, so we'll see.
1: Yeah. Moving on to St. Louis versus Colorado. What a finish. Caudry scored on the power play on a rebound with 0.1 seconds left. Just
0: before the buzzer. It was insane.
1: Like, half an inch over the line with 0.1 seconds left. It was an insane finish. The abs came back in the third after being down one goal. It's a great game. Both goalies played really well. Saw great goaltending from Finnington and from Philip Grubauer. Um, Combined, there were 70 shots on goal. So only letting up three is great. Yeah. The abs dominated the first, even though they were losing. The Blues got kind of lucky. The Blues played well in the second and third, even though the Avalanche scored, kinda funny how that worked out. It was a very, very physical game with seventy nine hits in total, which (laughs) is more than I'm pretty sure the Arizona Nashville game had for each team. Like yeah. So Colorado had forty and that's more than Arizona and Nashville combined. So
0: yeah, I, I mean, I was, for St. Louis, it was a huge, you know, disappointment. They would, have they would have went to overtime, but stuff happens, and, you know, it's not very – it's a little bit unfortunate for them. So, they'll have to play well next game and win it, but we'll see what happens. So, yep.
1: Yeah. As a Bruins fan, I love seeing the Blues lose. <laughs> it's a Obviously. Bias. Okay, moving on to Minnesota versus Vancouver. Uh, I mean, overall – it was a pretty even game, even though the uh, score is not to pick at. It was 3-0 Minnesota. Minnesota struck quickly. They scored in the first period and then the second period. So, overall, they played pretty well. Like, the goalies played outstanding. It was very even game. Just Minnesota ended up coming out on top. Stay locked out the start over Dubnik, which is a little yeah. surprising. But Vancouver won 59% of the faceoffs. So even though they, had, they won the puck a lot and they got it early, they were unable to capitalize. It was a pretty physical game, too. There was a fight in the first period. And, yeah, yeah it's all. Awesome. It was a good game.
0: Like, 100% was a great game. And I believe Mark – was it Markstrom that had those two insane saves?
1: Uh, yeah, it was Markstrom.
0: Yeah, he played incredible last night. He had, like, one save. He was, like, sprawling out. He, he played really well. So, yeah. Um, do you have any more thoughts on that game or next up?
1: Now we can go. We
0: can move on. All right. So next up, we have the Arizona Coyotes versus the Nashville Predators. So the um, Coyotes were up four to one in, I believe, the beginning, first mm-hmm. two periods. I believe um, they ended up winning barely. It was four to three. They needed to tighten up defensively, or else you know they almost blew a lead. So and Oliver Oliver Larson had one of the weirdest goals I've ever seen in hockey. He took a shot, a rickshaw off, I believe, one of the Predators players, and it went over Jose Saros' head and top shelf, which is something I have never seen in a long time. So that was one of, the, was one of my highlights of the game. Nice. <laughs> and I think Nashville needs to come out with more energy and grit, because they were slapping the first period. and It showed, I mean, Bradmer had a breakaway, I believe it was, was it shorthanded? I don't remember.
1: Oh, I'm not sure.
0: It may have been, may not have been, but it was still, he's still, you know, was still fast, and it showed. He had a pretty good goal, and yeah. Um, you I could think, also
1: see the inexperienced goaltending in the playoffs by UC Saros. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised, honestly, when they started Saros over Rene, yeah, even so. though I think, personally, I think Rene's had the better season. He hasn't played as good as he used to be, but it was just a head scratcher for me starting SARS.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, Nashville just needs to play a lot better. They had 10 giveaways in the game, which is, you know, not good. Um, They need to clean up their play, and they just need to stop playing so sloppy. And for Arizona, they played very well. They came out with heart and grit, and they just need to do that for the whole game, and they'll be good to go. I mean, they played very well, but, you know, Nashville's – you know, they're very skilled, and if Arizona wants to win the series, he's got to play better just overall mm-hmm. or else. Like, they almost blew the lead, so he's got to play better. So, um, last up, we have the Blue Jackets versus Toronto game. Um, the Blue Jackets ended up winning two. The Blue was two-nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Jonas Corpozalo had his first-ever playoff shutout. Um, so, Toronto, first of all, needs to score. I <laughs> needs to beat yeah. Corpusalo. Um Toronto also needs to just play better all around because they were very sloppy and they looked tired out there. Don't know why. Um Mitch Marner didn't play that great, he was like nowhere to be seen the entire game. Um I believe that Frederick Anderson needs to play a lot better also. His the first goal that he gave up was a five hole is not really something that he should give up, considering his skill. Um, I think that you know Toronto. You know, they need to play smarter and a lot more simple than they actually did because as you can see, them playing the way they did, they didn't win and it was really bad for them. Um, for Columbus, I think they played very good and they just need to play a full game with a ton of grit if they want to beat Toronto because as you all know, compared to Toronto, Columbus does not have that firepower that Toronto does and Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Tavares, Kapanen, you name it. Um, also, Jonas um, Korpisalo had an incredible glove save on Austin Matthews. I believe it was in the first period. Austin Matthews had a one timer, and Korpisalo just snagged it with the glove. It was insane. So I think Toronto Austin to play more physical. Um, they were out. They were hit. They, well, they were out hit. I guess you could say it was 37-26 Columbus. So they need to play them a lot more physical, and they just need to wake up overall. So yeah. Um, do you have any more thoughts yeah. on that?
1: Um, yeah, Toronto, they're a huge offensive team. They pride themselves on their offense. And yeah. obviously scoring zero goals, you're not going to win. Columbus dictated the play. Uh, dictated the style of game, all game. That's how they want to play. That's how they made it far in the playoffs last year, or at least the second round. Uh, they play a nice defensive game. And then when they can score, it's great. But most of the time they're on defense, just locking down the opponent. So I thought it was a great win by Columbus. They also look very good in the expedition game. Maybe they go far this year. They've looked really good so far in the first few games.
0: Yeah, definitely. And to wrap things up for today's today's schedule, we have the Rangers playing the Hurricanes. Um, Carolina's leading the series one nothing. The Calgary Flames will play the Jets, but the Flames are at home this time, so and Calgary leads one nothing. Um, the Montreal Canadiens will play the Pittsburgh Penguins. Montreal also leads one nothing, and Chicago will play Edmonton. Chicago leads one nothing. Um, the Washington Capitals will play the Tampa Bay Lightning. That should be a very good game. That is the first round-robin game for them. Um, and the Dallas Stars will play the Vegas Golden Knights the first time for the round-robin also. So that should be some, those are going to be some very um, entertaining games to watch and looking forward. So, yeah. All right, that is it for today. Thank you for coming on, Leo. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I anytime.
0: It. Anytime. All right, um, that is it for today. Everyone, thanks for listening, and see you next time. Peace.